Hello, everybody, on this Monday morning. Hey, now we're getting fair dinkum. 28 degrees today. Hey, beautiful. Beautiful gorgeous. week coming yesterday up. Yesterday was a cracker of a day. Yes. It's going to get was. better. Hey, yep. uh, big, big show too this morning. Glenn Boss, Rue. We're going to talk to him from Channel 10. Yeah, ridden a few Melbourne Cup winners and a great fella as well. Hopefully he can steer us in the right direction tomorrow because I got my pants pulled down on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and you went bad on the punt as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. Yeah, there we go. So uh, we'll have a chat to Bossy. Yep. Uh, he's a good fella too. Um she has a dip mark. Oh, Palfino, uh, yeah, what? apparently calling through. I don't know why, but apparently. No, it's on not a... footy season. No, I know. Yeah. She's, she's, on, oh, she's already rung through on yeah. this Monday morning yeah. trying to get through. We might have a chat to her a bit later, right? Uh, we learned rumour mill. Uh, we've got the hike for hope coming up. I just started thinking about this this morning. It is only 17 days away for we're going to walk get 30 days to raise a heap of money and awareness about childhood. Autism, which I'd never heard of. Dementia. Uh, dementia. Yes. Sorry, that's right. I've heard of autism, obviously. Yeah. Childhood dementia. I think yep. I've got a bit of dementia myself, mm. but not childhood. Mm. Uh, but it's terrible, and uh, we're going to cover that and try and raise a. Going to meet a young lady this week who's got three children. It's all of them afflicted with it. Tragic. They're all, all under nine years of age. And they're having a horrible Oof. time. It's very, very sad. Anyway, let's see if we can raise some serious money and help them out. For $12 kids' meals, lock in the Lockleys Hotel. Hello, Adelaide. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Lies. Overnight news. Oh, Australia's most wanted man got busted last week over in Turkey. Uh, he's been on the run for over 10, 12 years. Massive. Uh, I think he was one of the, the leaders of that Anon app, the one that they ah. thought was uh, encrypted and could uh, hide behind uh, everything there. But in fact, the cops were uh, listening into everything. So Genius it, move, wasn't it? Well, the cops. yeah. Design an app and then they'll use it and everything they say goes into a server. Yep. And they got him finally. And now they've got his right-hand man who's a massive Swedish drug lord as well. Maximilian Rivkin is his name. Uh, Yeah, sounds like a... uh, Millionaire, doesn't he? Yeah. Be in a movie, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Maximilian Rivkin. That's yes. a great name, Maximilian, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Maximilian was a fantastic restaurant in the Adelaide Hills from bloke mm. uh, that we know, and then we had Renee Rivkin. Who? Yeah. What did he get? Did he get done for? He something? was our biggest he was share broker, uh, trader. Yeah, in in Australia. Did he get done for doing the wrong? He did. Thing? Yep, did the wrong thing. Maximilian in, inside Rivkin. of trading. There yep. you go. Mm. Anyway, mm. he's a Swedish drug lord. He's been busted. All right. You know where uh, our prime minister Anthony Albanese is in China. Yes. And this is a very very important trip. And what well, sorts of wine? things? Yeah. What sort of things would they discuss for lobster trade? Barley. Oh yeah. All it's all about the free yeah. trade. High on the agenda uh, were Wang Wang and Funi. Now, you think I'm joking. This is true. They have discussed our pandas over there. Are you shitting me? No, I'm not. What about $1.2 billion worth of wine? No, no. Wang Wang and Funi. Apparently, they are homesick. This is what's come out in the discussions. I'm not joking. This is how high level the talks have been. Do you know, uh, China would be pretty good, wouldn't it? I would have thought. Good place to live if you're a panda. Um, There are 63 pandas they've lent out, China, around the world. 19 countries. I didn't realise that. Let them go. They're all little spies. Oh, oh. Come on. is that why they're not having kids? Because it's actually two blokes in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fellas in a suit, eating, yeah. eating bamboo. They're malnourished. Yeah. They're depressed. Yeah. So there you go. They're the sorts of things that Albo's talking about over there in China. Okay. Yeah, just get the wine tariff off, please. And yeah. Go to lobster, please. That's right. No, no. They need a little fun grab, you know, for the media. Yeah. Um, in your bathroom where you keep your toothbrush, is that is there a toilet in that bathroom? Yes. Yep. Do you keep it in a cup, the toothbrush, on the bench, or do you put uh, it in a yeah, cupboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So on the bench. Mm. What? 
You're brushing your teeth with poo. Oh, come on. <laughs> I know. It explains I don't, I don't poo scrub brew. the bowl with it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Come so on. So when you flush the toilet, billions of poo particles enter yeah. the air. Yeah. And um, if your toothbrush is there, it's it's literally a little home for those particles because they get snagged in the brush. You can see how it happens. Yeah. But I've lived my whole care. life. <laughs> yeah, but everyone does, don't they? I, I feel like that because this dental expert. Some would be in a cupboard. Dr. Ellie Phillips has come out to say, you know, God, you can't do that. You've got to keep them in the, you know, yeah. even in the shower's better. At least it's sort of closed off. But that kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies too. But I wash pe- it before I put the paste on. Yeah, but are you properly like nah, boiling it? just a it little and, flick flick. Yeah, it's probably making it worse. You're just making a little poo soup on there. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. Yeah. Anyway, so you should wash your toothbrush. Okay, you should scrub mm. your toothbrush. Miss Hygienic, do you have yours in the cupboard or not? Uh, and the lid down when you flush the toilet. It's in the it's in a drawer. It's in a drawer. Really? Just because I don't like the way it looks on the bench. What about? Surely you've got something in your bathroom that sits outside that's getting poo particles on Probably it. Probably my hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> I've got poo hair you through your hair. You spend three hundred bucks at the hairdressers, then you brush poo through. Yeah, yeah. well, it's a good trick. It obviously, obviously works. You know, it's like, I suppose great it's hair. like having manure, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a fur. You should clean your toothbrush, but you should never clean your jeans. Apparently, according to the Levi's CEO, Charles yeah. Chipberg, <clears throat> he says, sorry, <clears throat> he says. You got poo in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Off your toothbrush. Um, I've been keeping it in the drawer. Um, he says that you should never put them in the washing machine. You should only ever spot clean your jeans because the denim fibers get damaged. That's when they start getting like misshapen and stuff. Mm. He said if, they, if they're really dirty... Um, it's been a really hot day and he's got a bit of ugh, yeah. sweat. Uh, he'll wash them in the shower. In the sh- it, so oh, you still wash them? Well, What's it's his just, name? Uh, Chip. Chipberg. Chipberg. <laughs> Chipberg. Oh. He's a real man. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, Alice, who we were, she used to put hers in the freezer. Yeah, that's a trick. Uh, or if it wouldn't have any cold to put them on. Yeah, but it shrinks them back into How long do you leave them in? You don't, you don't leave them in there forever, do you? Just watch I don't know. Overnight. I think a couple of hours, maybe. You've got to wash your what? jeans. That smell like anything. Put it in there next to a dozen lamb chops. Hang on. You put a dead dog in yours. Oh, I did. If you remember. <laughs> yeah. Don't you point oh, the finger at it. Yeah. Oh, well, you got to. I mean, what else are you going to do? That's what they do at the morgue. That's right. With it's, people. Mm, but not next to tonight's dinner. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Better than letting it bloody go off out in the sun. Mm. Anyway, anyway we're, we're talking about jeans. Jeans. Yeah. yeah, don't worry about washing them. Nah. Thought we'd got rid of this girl because I uh, thought the uh, you know poor blokes have finished playing their footy, yeah. but uh, it looked like she's back. She's Port's biggest fan. She's your second cousin. Dits, take some responsibility. Shazza Ditma, Shaz, uh, did you want to come on and talk about Port Magpies possibly leaving the SNFL? Oh, morning, fellas. Look, I don't know much, but I do know this: everything I love. Ends up leaving me. <laughs> I found out Gary left me by a text message. I knew it was over with Greg when all my possessions were in a couple of shopping bags left on the front lawn. Yeah. But I never, and I mean never, ever thought I'd find out the Port Magpies were leaving me. Oh, and no. from Theodropolis on Seven News, no less. That's like, <laughs> that's like finding out you're adopted from Jane Doyle. Oh, come on. Look, I know it's big news for Port fans, Shaz, but you know, maybe they're just moving with the times. Moving with the times? You certainly don't move with the times. And you seem to be getting by all right. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh. <laughs> hey, another uh, big port news, Shaz. Did you go down to see Aaron Phillips' last game? 
I did feel as though I had a tear in my eye, yeah. you know. To be honest, I think she could have kept going, but, you know, it's good to get out on top, you know. I like to finish on top too. Yeah. Nobody wanted to see her struggle at the end, and, you know, we heard enough of that when she was on Mix 102.3. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's happening with the crows, Rupert? Uh Crows, you a couple of tree huggers trying to stop you from building your new home base, I heard. Oh, it should be all right, uh, Shazza. It should be all right. Don't worry about that. Look, I'm, I'm surprised the authorities are reluctant to pull up those trees. They certainly didn't hesitate to rip up the 10 plants out of my back shed last weekend. So. <laughs> you haven't been done again, have you? Hey, let's move oh. on, shall we? Hey, listen, we haven't heard from you for a while, Shaz. What have you been up to? Oh, you know me, fellas, busier than a cat bearing a turd on a marble floor, running around after the kids, picking them up from school or the remand centre. Yeah. And, and did I hear your mate, Lobs? She was always too scared to front me. Did she win some kind of radio award? Yeah, yeah. best newcomer in yeah. Australian radio. Oh, well, you put on a few bogan voices and ruin the sport every now and then and they hand you an award these days. Hey? Where's my award? Yeah. Best radio segment delivered by a hot chick from a phone box. Here's <laughs> my trophy. Yeah, there's something in that. All right, <laughs> well, see you later. You see you. Good Bye. to hear from you, Shaz. Shaz and Triple M. Rudits and Laws on Triple M, very special guest in the studio, legend in my lifetime, but also a man who's done some incredible work, Chris McDermott. Good morning. Good morning, Christopher. Laws, it just means I'm old, <laughs> like man. you. Aren't we all? That's right. So let's talk a little bit about little heroes. I mean, you guys do a lot of amazing things. Is there anything at the moment that specifically getting you really excited? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just sort of quickly in a nutshell, 27 years, and we were largely cancer for the first Mm -hmm. 25 years. Nicholas Berry, Nathan McLean, two young boys back in the mid-90s, sort of passed away through different forms of cancer. And just the facilities in SA back in those days at the Women's and Children were just far inferior to the rest of the country. Mm. And we just thought it was Tony McGuinness and I who set the foundation up, just thought it was unfair that if your child was crook, you had to go to Sydney or Melbourne if they were well enough to get there. And it was just an imbalance. So we tried to fix that. We morphed a little bit into mental and physical health. So notwithstanding the physical side of it, mental health was massive. And the impact that COVID and a lot of other things had on all of Australia and all of the world, but kids especially. Mm -hmm. So in partnership with Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation, we developed a, a program for schools called Big Talks for Little People. And yep. it's just an animated uh, six-part series on kids' mental health. And then the other part, the physical side of it, without taking up too much time. No, I was, go, yeah. Uh, I was at home September uh, last year, so just over 12 months ago. Sunday afternoon, 5.40, I was watching Channel 9 News. Elise Monfries came on. And she spoke about something called childhood dementia. Mm. And if you're like me, never heard of it. Yeah. Was embarrassed not to have known about it and just thought dementia was an, an older onset issue mm-hmm. for, you, for your grandparents and the elderly. Here's a mum in uh, Happy Valley with three children, three, five and seven. They all had it. There is no cure. There is no treatment. 50% of kids that have it um, are dead by the time they're 10. Mm. 75% by 18 and the 25% that exist past 18, it's the clock is ticking. Wow. So oh I was God. horrified that I'd never heard of it. I was embarrassed. And now we're in. So we're in research. We're in 
getting the message out there because about 10% of people in the population know about this. So back in the day, and over there, you, you say 25 years, I, I remember you funding large machines that could mm. go into lumens and children's that we didn't have before. You talked about that. So we could see those physical things that you could buy and help all of the sick kids here. What sort of funds are you raising and, and how can you spend it to help childhood dementia? Really good point because, you know, there's not a machine. There's yeah, not a magic yeah. bullet. We're doing something, I've said, I'd never do, mm. and that's do research. Right. You know, I feel like we're at the grassroots here, and it's really only been a thing uh, and recognised thing since 2020. So it's really embryonic. Australia was the first country to identify childhood dementia as an issue, and mm. the government, the federal government last year gave $2 million, largely to the governing body of the Childhood Dementia Initiative out of Sydney, um, notwithstanding that cancer gets about 40 to 50 million a year. Mm. Now, been around a long time, but the death rate for under 16s is nearly identical. Mm. So about 100 kids from cancer, so it about 90 the same kids from well it, of it deserves more. Yeah. It deserves more. Yeah. So we're into into research at Flinders University, they're doing a research on one of the strains. We're helping the Childhood Dementia Initiative, the governing body spread the word and say some more stuff and and just get their message out there. And we also look after the families. So with the families, about 120 families in South Australia that are looking for some help or needing some help or wanting some recognition or just somebody to say, mm -hmm. we're here if you need us. Yep. And so we've put a pot of money aside for them as well. We all need to chip in and help. There's no Definitely. doubt. Absolutely. Thanks to Triple M. I mean, been great supporters of the foundation for 27 years. And uh, I might limp along with you at yeah, some stage and be nice. just yeah. grab a coffee and <laughs> all right. maybe a little special drink yeah. along the way. Oh, yeah. Very luxurious. All right. Chris McDermott, <laughs> Little Heroes, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us. On Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Loz. Did you learn something? What did we learn? What did we learn? I learned an interesting fact, I think, that. Um, what do you think killer whales are? Do you think they're a whale? Or oh, I thought they... they were a whale, yeah. Well, is this one of those trick questions? Well, no, it's well, not Well, it really. says they're a whale, so it would but, be fair for people to assume that, yeah. I don't know, you'd assume that, but a killer whale is not a whale. It's a dolphin. <gasps> what? Killer whale is, they are dolphins. You're joking. No, but they're called killer whales because they used to kill whales. Oh, do they so not kill them anymore? Yeah, they, what, they still kill whales. Right, but that, so that's how but they... They're a dolphin. Oh. Okay. And they're called killer right. whales. They kill the whale. That's right. Not, they are a killer whale. They're not a whale. <gasps> Would have lost money on that. They're a dolphin. Mm. Ah. Okay. A dolphin. There you right. go. That'll change your life, won't it? Yeah, too. Right. What'd you learn, Loz? Uh, I learned that pillows have expiry dates. What? So, oh, what do you mean? No, I was changing my pillows and... Best I'd, before. Yeah. They said, please... <laughs> It said something like 2020, end of 2024 or 2025, it said you need to replace I'm this I'm running pillow. with a couple of pillows at the moment that are way over date. Why, why yeah. do they go out of date? Oh, well, have a think about it. You put your head on it every night, people drooling into them. They're just bacteria. They lose their puff. Yeah, and they've got to be puffy too. Mm. But that, let me tell you this, blokes, if you're out there and you've had the same pillow for 10 years or 20 mm. years, it's a huge ick when you're changing the sheets at his house and you yeah. go to change the pillow and it's got all the yellow stains yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh. The only boys' pillows have that. Yeah. Well, no, girls' pillows can girls have them too. Girls perspire too. Loz doesn't change other girls' pillows. No. Um, yeah, I just haven't really seen a <laughs> lot of those. We sweat and girls perspire. But we perspire. Um, and we don't fart, we toot. <laughs> toot. <laughs> but yeah, so... I've got a stain on the bed head where my head rubs. <laughs> <laughs> 
thought you meant your head rung on the actual bed frame. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Give it a clean set. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now, what I learned over the weekend, uh, I was reading about the economic impact on rural towns of Australia. Oh, this is true. Oh, right. No, this is yes. true. Was this on know, a fan tail? No, there are some exactly. small. Do you know there are some small country <laughs> towns out there that have become ghost towns or yeah. diminishing in size? Yeah. Now, I'm talking way out in the outback. And do you know, well, one most of the country impacts, towns are getting smaller. Yeah, but do you know one of the impacts? I've never ever thought of this, and I didn't know. Uh, modern cars can travel a lot further, therefore, we fill up less. So, once upon a time, imagine you're doing a long trip, right? Mm, Load yeah. the family up, back the car. You would stop more often and refuel. Yeah. Now you can go a lot further. So, yep. that, that first country town that you would have stopped at and refueled and bought a can of drink and a, yep. you know, lollies for the kids or whatever, you bypass oh, that town now. Think about online shopping. So, bits. think mm. of the number of cars that now bypass that town. They go, oh, we've still got half a tank left. Yep. In the old days, didn't have half a tank left. Yep. Have to stop and fill up. The size of the petrol tank and the economy of cars has hurt and killed off a lot of country towns. Far there out. There you go. Whiz. And you know what? It's great if you do fill up. But if you don't and you forget, mm. you're stuffed. Yeah. It's, and the fact people travel more with those cars and yeah. go to Adelaide more often and they mm. don't buy their shoes, they don't buy their sportswear, they, mm. all of that. There's heaps of less shops in country towns. White goods. Mm. Yeah. Most of those shops are gone out of smaller towns. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you laughed at me. Small at the towns start. are stuffed, are they? An it's... important segment. No, I'm not saying that. And I feel no, for they them. are. They are. They're doing it tough. But I'm talking some real, real small ones that relied on the petrol mm. station where everyone would stop. They're yeah. now driving straight through. There's probably through only them. a couple of towns in South Australia outside of Adelaide that are growing. Yeah. Probably Mount Gambier, mm. Murray Mount, Bridge. Mount Barker. Or if you call them Mount Barker, a country town, mm. that'd be mm. the only three, I reckon. Wyala? No. What about with what's happening up there, no? Not yet. Okay, but it will, won't it? You name a town, I'll tell you if it's shrinking. Mm, streaky Bay. Shrink, shrinking. Is it? Streaking. Shrinking. <laughs> All right. Could, Paul we, Lincoln? we could go on forever about shrinking. this. Shrinking. Shrinking? Is okay. Paul Lincoln shrinking? Yeah, I reckon. Moon, really? Moon to Bay. Shrinking. Oh, it's shrinking. Is it? Yeah. Kangaroo Island after last week. Shrinking. <laughs> I um, listen to the overnight show uh, before I'm coming in, in the morning, and I think we all do a bit. You with Luke, in the car. B- Luke Boner. With Luke Boner. Yep. And Bone has a bunch of people on that he has on often, and it's different experts in different fields. And yep. he's built up relationships with them, and you know he has quite a bit of a rapport with these people. Yeah. But I heard something this morning where I think maybe it's a bit of a one-sided emotional connection. One-way street. Yeah. Looks like I'm going to get a lot of photos. You're going to get a lot of photos, mate. <laughs> Have a happy day. You too. Uh, all the best with the uh, Melbourne Cup. Take care, Luke. Thanks, mate. Love you. Bye. <laughs> and then dead air. This is the night. Oh, oh, he was, so, he was yeah, knocked off his yeah, chair. He just said, love you, and he went, bye, mm. and then nothing. Mm. <laughs> I mean, come on. You don't on. say love you, do you? I, I wouldn't did, have thought. I did wonder whether it was a, a mistake. No, he's he's very friendly with him. He's great mates with uh, that real estate guru. Yeah. He's on every week. But is it one of those situations Not where- to love you. Yeah. On national radio. <laughs> I've said I love you to a teacher once. <laughs> what? Oh, I called my teacher mum once. 
Went, no, okay, no, love was... you, bye. And uh, and I went, oh, like, you know, you immediately go, what have mm. I just done? But being left hanging is a, you know, I've had experiences with it personally. <laughs> you got to have, it happened at Overland Corner Pub. One of the most excruciating <laughs> things that's ever happened to me. And it is, I'll, we'll put it up on our Instagram story because there is a video <laughs> of it. It is so, I've never been blanked like that in my life. But he didn't and do that on purpose. No, no, no. He did it's not right do it on purpose. It's all right if it's not on purpose. Mm. But the That's problem when it's is okay. I was being filmed and the moment where <laughs> yeah. I had to move my hand <laughs> away because, he, I, you know, you high-fived him and I went in and it just didn't happen. <laughs> I thought, not from the room. I man, thought, man. okay, well, that was embarrassing. And I turn around and I see Jared filming me <laughs> and I just go, no! It was brilliant. Oh. It was good. We'd had a good few days and we'll then you got hung the out story. to dry. But it's, it's but nasty. Yeah. When they know you've said it. Yeah. And you choose not to repeat it. But we've had. Like what happened with Boner then. <laughs> yeah. But who finishes can, a sentence with Can we just have that you? one more time? Let's <laughs> Just it. wait. I've got to grab it. All right. We'll just, say. yeah. I quite often don't say love you back if I'm not in the right mood. <laughs> Why? So who, who's saying I love you that you're Depends not Depends who it is. Oh. What? Not your children. Yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, so. I reckon she said last night when she went to bed, love you, Dad. And I said, good night. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, oh, no. I don't know. It's your firstborn. You're always older. So if you're listening, you know I love you. But I Dad, did. See, you just said it then, but you couldn't say it to her face. I know. I, sometimes well, that happens. Why? No, but don't, our dad I was don't, the same. You make out your Mr. Love Bug. I am. <laughs> I say it all the time. You would never say it. You don't know that. That's unfair. I do say it. I feel like you're a bit mushy with your kids. You I would am. say it. I am. Brian obviously loves us. I mean, he couldn't love anything more than my dad loves his kids. Dad. But we had to, me and my sister had to have a conversation with him because we'd go, all right, see you, dad, love you. And he'd go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I don't think he even realised he was doing it. But, you know. So you had, to, you had to lecture him. Yeah, and now he's a bit over the top with her. So now you want him to pull back a bit. Yeah, it's a bit much now. It takes a bit to get a love out of your dad, doesn't it? it? I think so. I think, but you know what? Giving it out, sort of like withholding it a little bit, makes it very powerful when it happens. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I get love. Otherwise, you, you throw them out willy nilly. It doesn't mean anything. Like oh. that's what people do these days. No, Not you with know your what? own kids. I think if a therapist was listening, <laughs> they'd think we were really ill in the head, Rue, for saying oh, that. You know what? You got to say. Therapists are ill in the bloody head, <laughs> <laughs> aren't they? I, I don't know who's going to diagnose them. You know, they're mm. their own doctors. But mm. uh-huh. are we going to leave this break hanging? We or? just left each other hanging there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Did Love you get you. the extra grab or Looks not? Looks like I'm going to get a lot of photos, You're mate. going to get a lot of photos, mate. <laughs> Have a happy day. You too. Uh, all the best with the Melbourne Cup. Take care, Luke. Thanks, mate. Love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, this is the night shift. <laughs> <laughs> Joe... drive a truck. If Joe Darby said love you back, oh, yeah. oh, what's yeah. going on in real exactly. estate? Yeah, love Bloody you too. Yeah. Too much love. Oh, well, all right, see you later. Bye. <laughs> love you. Just got a text message from the wife. You very, very rarely ever say it to me. That's oh, I love you. Rude. Just going back I to it means more when people I do. that only oh. just turned on. Rude didn't say... Love you. Back to his oldest daughter, Sophie, well, last right, night. She said, love you, Dad. Went to bed and you didn't say anything. I said, no, no. <laughs> That's terrible. She uh, knows. Hey, yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, 
but you Where should probably can they have say a it. look at this overland corner. Oh well, this all started because you know we're talking about being left hanging. You know, you left Sophie hanging. Luke no, Boner got Luke Boner. He got left hanging in the overnight show. He said, "I love you" to a caller, and they didn't respond. <laughs> yeah, um, I got left hanging just so brutally at the overland corner when we were on our trip, and it would have been fine, but it was on camera. It just was the right angle. They caught the exact yeah, moment. Yeah. And he liked throwing a high five. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It was just, of course, I don't, I look at it. No, and he burnt you. He burnt, I look at it and he didn't see me, but surely he would have assumed that I'd be going in I thought in you were in his, high line, in his eye line. Yeah. The way it looks there. Now Where can I they have about, a look at it? They can look at it at the Triple M Instagram story. <laughs> it's it's very, worth a look, seriously. It's if you're painful. On the gram, go and have a look. Oh. Very, very funny. Oh, yeah. Can I tell um, Sarah that you love her, please? Yeah. yeah. Please do. I already that. did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seven years ago. Sport <laughs> up next. <laughs> it's rude. It's a lot. Triple M. I was in Target yesterday. Yeah. And um, Target. Target. Mm. And I, look, I don't condone eavesdropping. But it was oh, one of those situations on. where... What have you been doing? You start a sentence with, I don't condone eavesdropping, but... But yeah. I couldn't help it because I was in one change room and she was in the next one. Yeah. And it's like you're right next to each other. You can yeah, hear everything. Very well, there's no insulation yeah. or anything. Nah, nah. You can hear everything. Yeah. Anyway, her phone goes. I'm not really, like paying attention or anything. Mm-hmm. But then she just started talking and I immediately went, oh my God. Mm. This is juicy. Right. So this stranger, I don't know who she is. I don't know anything about her. I've never even seen her. Were you nude or did you change back to normal? Or? No, I was wearing clothes. I was just trying on jumpers. So it was like, you know, they're on sale because it's moving into new season. So yeah. Into yeah. summer. You thought you'd buy some jumpers. 33 this right. week. There's a couple of holes in this story. But <laughs> no, anyway. no, no. Well, sometimes you get the really discounted <laughs> stuff at the end of the season. Right and it's like you can't really walk past that oh, rack. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well... <laughs> What do you want from me, Ray? Either I spend to too much dropping. money when I try and save money, I'm uh, tired. Let's get back to conversation, So <laughs> I'm in the change room and I hear, oh, my God, you're kidding me. And I go, ooh, what's this? Mm. She's like, he didn't. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God, what mm-hmm. did he do? So it turns out that her cousin had been caught cheating on the weekend with a girl who also – had been caught cheating with her boss like six months earlier, who was also a friend's dad, uh, the dad of a friend. Right. So this girl's like, like destroyed this family home, mm. Mm. had an affair with her boss, who was her friend's dad. Right. Weird. Okay. And now that same woman mm. has ended up with this girl's cousin, mm. and that's cheating too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Have so you got your jumper on or off mm. at this stage. I don't know what's. I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I'm Arthur or Martha at this away, stage. Were you? Well, this is the thing. It mm. was juicier than anything I'd ever seen, and mm. it was real. It was okay. raw. There's right. real people dicks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is good. This is good shit. And mm. then she finished getting dressed, and she goes, hang on, babe. I'm just, I'm leaving the change room. And I went, no, 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 no. Mm. Don't leave. Don't leave. So I then quickly grab my clothes yeah. and like try and figure, I, I walk out the change room, and there's two women on their phone. I'm trying to figure out which one it is. Oh, no. I start tailing Dilemma. the one bird. Anyway, I couldn't Wait. find her again. I wanted to chase her down and just, what, just stand near her. What tage was this? Uh, I'm hesitant to say. <laughs> oh, well, I'm listening us, now. You've, you've just given us a fair bit. Told this already. whole story yeah. on radio. Yeah. yeah, but if I say the target, then that's yeah, going no, to target not, people I down to. I didn't to... really want you to tell me. Well, that's how fine. many targets are there? There's Fulham. <laughs> uh, I know my targets. There's Fulham. There's, <laughs> there's Newton. Um, how many others are there? There has to be one down north and down south. Yeah, yeah, Sefton Park. So, I was visiting uh, my family. Oh, so... north, right, eh? I'm, I've narrowed it down. Uh, Paracomb target, that's right. Uh, yeah, the country target. So you were eavesdropping. <laughs> I Don't was. Don't you feel guilty when you do that? 
No, I, I, I Why normally you would. Why your ears and get out of there and let them have their own oh, chat? Oh, mate, you would have been hanging off every word. It was good. It was good drama. Yeah, but you're not. I don't reckon it's really acceptable, is it? It was none not, of my business at it's all. It's not really private in there, is it? Well, this yeah. is the thing. I feel like if you're going to have a conversation like that in public, you have to accept that some people might be intrigued. Hmm. That's you. You got to wear it. Otherwise, you go into the car and you have that phone. Do you accept that a number one rating award-winning radio host is going to be in the next cubicle? Well, she didn't know that was happening, did she? (laughs) You can never be too careful at Newton Target. I mean, (laughs) no Newton Target. Can I just ask? I'm going to class distinctify here, if that's Mm. a word. Hang on. Um, Hey, yeah. So, well, would you hear the same conversation if you're in the change room at Country Road on the weekend? Oh, be a different uh, level of conversation. Didn't smile. That's right. Well, they all they all have the same kinds of drama. They just talk about it differently. Okay. And then, you know, she was caught having a bit of alone time Fling. with the boss, right. you know. <laughs> Slightly different, but we're all the same yeah. at the end of the day. Loz, if you could, on your Sundays, just keep going to those change rooms. Oh, bring, yeah. us some, bring us some content. Get the jumper. All if right. you're out there, nah, it didn't quite sit right, but no. that, was, that was fine. <laughs> no. I got something Doesn't else. Matter. Something better. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Loz has been doing a bit of eavesdropping on the weekend. Uh, just had a text here on the Automasters text line, 04885-1047. Uh, you can text in at any time. What about the guy at the cafe who dropped the rumour about the Gazer Football Club after hearing guys chatting? Yes, that? that's yeah. right. That was the biggest didn't that explode? Uh, issue in uh, amateur yeah. league football yeah. in the history of South Australia. Yeah, that's and right. And that was a bit it. of eavesdropping. Mm. Oh, You've got to be careful what you say. You just got to be careful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, right. Speaking of which, uh, Shaz is on the line. Can Tell you her to be careful. Oh, for God's sake. She, it's a Monday she morning. She was probably the bird in the she bloody She probably cubicle. was. Oh, that's why she's rung through. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Anyway, she'll join us next. Triple M. Loz, you are a big um, Jennifer Aniston fan. Yes. Um, how far do you go? How big a fan are you? Do you do you like channel her? Do you wear her clothes? Do you? I've you taken know? her picture to the hairdresser a few times. There you go. So you're trying to get the same uh, hairstyle. You want to look yeah. like her? Oh well, she has fantastic highlights. It's no secret. <laughs> you have. She's got like, famous head of hair. Mean highlights on your walls. As in foils, like her highlights. Her hair is beautiful. Mm. She gets nice streaks lo- and stuff. Yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Okay. So so you have posters, copied her in no, some sort of way. I wouldn't say posters, but yeah, no. Have I'm... you read up about her beauty secrets and things like that? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right, I just want to know how far you'd go or how far have you gone? I was reading over the weekend she has salmon sperm injections. Oh, in her well. Face. How do you know that? It's I've read it, and it, and it, she she talked about the fact that her skin <laughs> oh, no. volumizes well, skin. To bite my lip then. <laughs> <laughs> This what? is fair income. She has salmon is she, sperm is this, injections. Is this what she said or is this a Daily She's Mail article? She's commented on it. Salmon sperm. That it helps to volumise her face, her skin. I would have thought, does salmon have sperm? Yeah, of course oh, they how do. How do they breed? I just the thought the, the spawn was slightly different. I don't, yeah, yeah, I'm just Anyway, thinking, I want anyway. you to give it a go and report back to us if you could. Uh, the salmon sperm? Yeah. Dits, I can't even afford salmon. <laughs> Like I'm going to be able to afford Jennifer Anderson's salmon sperm injections. Well, come on. I do love her, though, yeah. yeah. What she does, I do, so I'm sure I'll have to figure it out. Well, we learn a bit there. We've got what we learn coming up next. Triple M.
If you can't remember the last time you had your brakes checked, it's been too long. Call 1300 Automasters. Hey, have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Your rumour file's been on the money a few times. Every morning at 7.40am, hear what's happening in Adelaide first. Mm. The rumour mill. All right, let's head down to Croydon Park. G'day, Frank. G'day, mate. How are you doing? Very good, thank and you. You got a rumour for us? Morning to everybody. Morning. Oh, good morning, Frank. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if you know, but uh, San Remo sold Balfour's not long ago. Yeah. Right, and it's bought by Mrs. Max it's over in WA. Really? The, w- pie, the pie company? Yeah, Mrs. Max Pie Company. Okay. Right, okay. Bought, bought Balfour's. Right. Now, Mrs. Max is owned by United Fuel. Right. Which is where they get the pie face stuff from. Yeah. Right. So what they're what they're going to do is phase out the Balfour's pies, pastries and sausage rolls. Oh no. Excuse me. Yeah, they still keep the cakes because they're really popular, but they don't want the competition. To, uh, There's the nothing competition. as iconic in South Australia as a Balfour's pie or pasty. Absolutely. Gee. What so Balfour's Pies and Parsies, were they sold interstate? I presume they would have been, wouldn't they? Not, I don't know if they were. Phillies really? definitely aren't. Phillies are, but yeah. So yeah. they reckon Mrs. Max Pies, Parsies and Sausage Rolls can cover for Balfour's Pies, Parsies and Sausage Rolls, do they? Exactly. Well, if you're talking United, it might be more their pie face brand as well because mm. they're trying to get that, that is, out there that in is. a lot of the petrol stations, aren't they? And, and that's, that's what pie face is, Mrs. Max. Right. Because yeah. they don't make them. They don't sell them. So they want to remove their own competition. How many jobs would that knock out at Balfour's? I'd cut it in half, I reckon. From how many, roughly? Uh, Are we talking hundreds or...? I reckon it would have to be at least 100. But if if they're still going to be... Making pie face pies would those jobs be just? No, I think they'd, they'd be, be made into state. They'd be made. No, they were just doing the uh, cakes. Okay. Yeah, so the frog cakes and things. Well, are still what, this is not public knowledge, Frank. Sorry, this is not public knowledge yet. No, 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 not as far as I know. How so, do you know this? Yeah, how do you know? Uh, I've been I had a bit to do with both places. Okay. As far as uh, uh, being a truck driver, so. Mm. You All right. You don't want to get a pie in your face for getting this wrong. <laughs> oh. He's sharp. Oh. Yeah. All right. Thanks for that, Frank. Uh, that's a good local rumour. That's a not, bad not local rumour. Not not, yeah, you know what I mean, but juicy. Yeah. It's juicy, but it's bad. It's bad. Well, I mean, what he said checks out about the changing of hands with the business and everything. The office have been around forever. They have, and it'd be... And they still will be, but not the pies, pasties yeah. and sausage. That was my go-to lunch order as a kid. The Balfour's pie? Yeah. Yum. Well, they are the original, weren't they? I mean, yeah. 1853 Balfour's. That'd be really sad. But I hope only, it's but not only true. supplied to South Australians. Mm. Yeah, but we yeah, we matter. Yeah, we do. But not yeah. if the big owner's got another option. All right. It's very Good rumour. If you want to get involved uh, with your rumour, one triple three five three, you can win $1,000. Yeah, we can text on 0488-51047. I've just seen one online about a Port Adelaide footballer. We might save that for tomorrow. What? Oh, don't just tease us with that. Drop it. Is it good or bad? Depends. Depends. Well, are you looking at it? Oh. Uh... Well, this is what happens with the rumour mill. Oh, come on. Don't just tease us with no, that. No, this is too big. I'm going to hook it all oh day. Oh, stop it. That's right. It's a loss. Triple M. <laughs>
please welcome to Triple M Breakfast. What a champion becomes a legend. Maccabi Debra's won it from over on his own. Excellent. Three-time Melbourne Cup winning jockey, Glenn Boss. Oh, tomorrow it is Cup Day. It's an exciting time for all Australians, I reckon. And they do say it stops the nation, but all of us are going to a lunch somewhere, Loz, mm. aren't we? Or we're going yeah, to a pub yeah. or we're doing something. Yeah. And this man will be front and centre on Channel 10, and so he should be. He rode Maccabi Diva to three great victories. Glenn, boss, good morning. Good morning, Adelaide. How are you guys? <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> uh, big day tomorrow. Yeah, it's um, can't wait, to be honest. I'll... Probably won't have. I'll probably have a sleepless night tomorrow night. Just um, thinking about the day, day what's going to come up. Beautiful. Well, uh, how do you pick the winner out these days with horses from all over the world? Um, I I follow the horses a bit, Bossy, and I had one collect on the weekend from about twenty bets. <laughs> My wife, who very rarely punts, had two bets for two wins. Um, shall I listen to her tomorrow, maybe? Well, the odds are stacked in her favour at the moment. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to line them up in the Melbourne Cup, isn't it? They come from all over the globe, and you're yep. trying to work out who's going to run the fastest. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's the race that stops our nation, but basically it's, it stops most countries around the world now because um, it's truly an international event. You know, you've got your French here, the Japanese, you know, the English are here, so it's kind of... You know, it's a melting pot for all good horses. Um, and that, this horse that they're all talking about, the van, he could be the one that puts on a show for everyone on Tuesday. Now, you mentioned that you have a sleepless night. What will be going through the heads of the jockeys actually taking part in this race? What is the mental headspace before something like this? Uh, well, they, what they would have done, like all day today, Monday, they would be going through the form. Um, all the preparation, they would have different scenarios and how they're in their head or how they want to ride their particular horse. But, you know, they want to, what they what you want to do is actually work out what your horse's best asset is, his strength, and then try to utilise that as best as possible. Um, get a feel for how you think the race is going to be run. Obviously, you know, you've got to factor in barriers um, and then, you, you know, all those things. And, you know what? And sometimes you do all that, and the barriers open, and all that goes out the window. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it's it's a, you know, it's it's twenty four runners. Um, you know, I used to break the race into like down into the three parts because you jump, and there's eight hundred meters or nine hundred meters to the winning post the first time, and it's like a sprint race to get there to get your spot. Then it's the next sort of thousand meters. You just sort of clock off and make sure you're in a good rhythm, and and then you just you come online about a thousand meter mark. Everything, all every sinew in your body comes online because you're scanning, you're feeling everything in front of you and around you. Um, yeah, it's 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 full on. That's for sure. Mm. Now we all love Maccabi Diva. The whole nation does. Everyone around the world does. But we we have this great South Australian connection with it, with the Port Lincoln yep. connection. What tell us each time, all three times, when you turn for home, you come to that final turn, and you've got Maccabi Diva underneath you. Did you know? Did you know at that point we're just going to win this? I felt that in the first and the third one for sure. Um, the second one it was a bit difficult. It was, it was that really heavy track, the big downpour coming. Vinnie Rowe was, oh, well, he was the rate of the best two miler in the world two years in a row, and he was in town. So um, I wasn't. I had to really dig deep that year. Um, but the third one, guys, it was. Oh, it, it's very rare that you have these moments in your life where you, you almost. Have the, have it one before you get there on a day. Mm. All you have to do, like, I just walked on the right, right, woke up that morning. All I had to do was kind of do my job half well, and then not disappoint her. And I just knew we were going to win. It, 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 
you know, I walked in there like it's all over. All <laughs> Just be nice. Point, no, point, no. point and shoot. <laughs> and how, how tiring is it for a jockey when you go past the post? How exhausted are you? Because what I'm always amazed at too, Glenn, is that you know, 30 minutes later, all the jockeys are out there in another race. They're mm. still, you just got to pick yourself up and go again. But how tiring is it? Oh, it's no. You're, we're athletes, right? We're super fit, um, ripped to shreds, basically. Yep. Um, yeah, it's not tiring. And when you talk about riding in the next race, I've actually, you know, I've won cups and ridden in the next race, and I still have no recollection of riding in that race. <laughs> like, honestly, I've actually watched the races, the replays, and, and still have no recollection of riding wow. the race. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Give us a tip, Bossy, please. Come on, people out there are listening oh. now. What's the late mail flowing around? What, what's working better on the track than people know about? What's some value? Can you give it? Can you point us in the right direction somewhere? Well, can Karen McAvoy win again? I know... Ash run for, for Kieran Mark, come a good second last start. I know it's a bit of a roughie. Is that good enough? Oh, he, he will run well, but I don't know if he's good enough. Um, listen, the obvious one is Vervan. Like, what they're saying, this has been a plan for 80 months, 18 months from Willie Mullins. Like, he's regarded as one of the greatest trainers and, and a guy who can travel a horse. Mm. Uh, he's, run, he's run second, third, and fourth in a cup. It's a bit um, short for us, though. They, yeah, I know it's short, odds. but look, you, never go, you never go broke back and win it. Yep. Yeah, very good. Nice. But I thought he could run well. I thought without a fight, our Caulfield Cup winner um, would definitely be with the best of our Australians. Um, and in Sulcombe, which is heart in your mouth stuff, yeah. and he jumps on terms. He's definitely got the class to win the Melbourne Cup. Um, but he's he, he's missing the start badly, guys. And okay, um, what about um, Vow and Declare? Uh, Too old. He's just not going good enough. It'll be it'll be a fairy tale. Um, but I just, I just can't see him winning, guys. Jamie Carr on more felons. Well, that would be the biggest fairy tale, and I will be, I will be in tears if she wins. Um, really? Yeah, this is, this will be a great story. And and on, you know what? When Jamie, she wrote two winners on the weekend. When she gets a tail up, she's by far the best female jockey in the world. Um, she's capable of doing anything on a horse at any point. So, mm. yeah, if she wins tomorrow, I think she'll, the grandstands will fall. Mm. <laughs> Hey, Bossy, thanks so much for joining us. A busy couple of days for you, and I'm sure just a real nostalgic trip for you tomorrow as well. Look forward to seeing you on Channel 10's coverage all day. Glenn Boss there, Lexus Melbourne Cup Day, live tomorrow from 10am on 10 and 10 Play. Thanks, Bossy.